finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. Today's Callahan Show is sponsored by MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com and use code word JERRY for huge discounts. For example, you can get the standard MyPillow, which is normally $69.98 for only $19.98 with code word JERRY. I'd call that a huge discount. MyPillow is made in the USA, and it comes with a 10-year warranty. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you will ever sleep on. Makes an excellent gift. Get it now. And you can support this show and you can strike back against canceled culture. As you know, like us, Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the canceled culture mob. By purchasing from MyPillow, not only are you helping this show, you're fighting back against canceled culture. MyPillow isn't in the big box stores anymore, so you can get factory direct pricing if you order from MyPillow.com using code word Jerry. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. I want to start by amending uh, something I said yesterday. We talked yesterday about the uh, trucker convoy heading to D.C. They're already on the road, many of them. We've seen video. I've seen uh, interviews with some of these truckers, and they are like the ones in Canada. They're just likable guys. They're freedom-loving Americans who are sick of mandates and sick of the Biden regime and just want to be uh, want to be heard. It, it, it will be a peaceful protest. It will be a, a freedom and liberty celebration. I do want to say to the truckers, and I know many of them listen, be careful. Here's here's my fear. And yes, I am cynical. I, I, I can't help it. I watch a lot of news. I read a lot of news. I don't trust the Biden regime for one second. They do not have uh, our prior. They don't have the, the, the best interest of the American people in mind. We know that now they've destroyed our energy industry in, in a year. The damage they've done and we can go through the list. Uh, which is which is culminated in an attack on Ukraine by the Russian military. We are watching it in real time. They this is no minor incursion. We know that Biden invited Putin to well, just go small, go small, and have a minor incursion into Ukraine. That's not what's happening. If you're not paying attention, it is a full scale invasion. But quickly, briefly, back to the truckers. I want them to think twice. I want them to be careful because here's what I fear is the dog, the, 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 the tail's going to wag the dog again here. And they're going to say, we need a distraction. This is humiliating on so many levels for the Biden regime, for the, uh, for the deep state, for the establishment, which we've seen can be so dangerous and so duplicitous. They're going to want a distraction and they're going to set them up. The truckers are going to get set up. They're going to have false flags, literally false flags with Confederate flags and Nazi flags. And they're going to make these guys seem uh, appear to be not what they truly are. And it's, and it could get ugly. It could get to the point where they're, where they're arresting them all, dragging them out, seizing the trucks like Canada, but much, much worse, much, much bigger. So just be careful, fellas, because Joe Biden, he needs uh, everybody in the world to look over there at that shiny object and take your eyes off what's happening in Ukraine. I don't want to be, I told you this, Craig, before we started recording, I'm going to resist. I'm going to try to resist talking to the 81 million people who voted for a dementia patient and and a and a and a and a airhead in Kamala Harris voted for Biden and Harris, thinking that they were up for the job. I don't I don't know how much more evidence we need to prove to show that we screwed up as a country. We elected a a a, a man who's simply not up for the job. We had elected weakness. We projected weakness. We 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 literally 
it's and I, I know we went over this yesterday, but I still find it amazing that we were energy independent a year ago. We were the world's biggest supplier of oil and natural gas. We were all set. Uh, we were drilling. We had the pipeline. We had $1.75 gas. A year ago, gas was under two bucks. Um, this, obviously, this invasion is going to rock the world energy markets. And I just can't help but think, we the guy who is now... Uh, in the situation room with his mask on with a b- bunch of other woke uh, leaders sitting there with, with Millie and Austin and, and then uh, it's the buffoon, the secretary of uh, state um, the, just these, these, these weak people. We, they're there. They're there because Trump was, you know, mean Trump was, you know, vulgar, Trump was not tactful. Trump was not, I mean, I mean honestly, we, I criticized him every day. Uh, I didn't like the tweets. Not a big fan of the tweets. Not a big fan of the misspellings in the capitals. In the, in the, and we'll get to Trump. We'll get to Trump last night. Again, I will criticize Trump, I promise you. But I, and, and many people have said it, and I 100% believe it, this would not have happened if we didn't... Uh, throw the vulgarian out and bring the dementia patient in. This is the result of the last 13 months. This is the result of the disastrous surrender in Afghanistan, a, 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 a debacle uh, by any definition. If you're sitting in Moscow and you watch that, you think, well, so much for the Americans. They are just, uh, they are just uh, uh, struggling. They are, they are just weak, and we are weak. We are. That's. I hate to say it. I feel like my whole life, you could stand proud and say, you know, we are the the world's greatest superpower. You know what we, uh, what we project is great strength. That ain't happening right now. This isn't. This is embarrassing. Uh, Biden warned uh, Putin in person a couple of weeks ago, and Putin just, just literally laughed and said, you'll do nothing. They didn't just go in a little minor excursion. They're, they're, they're surrounding Kiev or Kiev, whatever you want to call it, and uh, it's, it's on its real hell. Ukrainians have shot down a number of Russian helicopters and aircraft, so they're fighting, <laughs> they're fighting for real, and I'm not sure if Biden is up yet. Um, we'll check on that. See if, I mean, he stayed up like till 11 o'clock last night. So, you know, it's real, uh, you know, it's serious, but this is what you get. This is what you get when there is no threat. And you could criticize Trump all you want. God knows I have, but, and maybe, maybe the greatest attribute he had was he was a little crazy and they didn't know what he would do. They didn't know how he would react. They know what Joe Biden will do. They know how Joe Biden will react. And it's, uh, it's unfolding in real time in front of us now. And it's not good. It is not good. I feel uncomfortably, I don't say ashamed, but uncomfortably uncertain about my country. And I don't remember I don't remember the last time I felt that way. Maybe, maybe with Obama in the White House, but I feel like the world, you know, China is now going to take Taiwan. It's going to be a matter of days and China's going to take Taiwan. And that's going to be even more uncomfortable, more, uh, uh, more shameful to watch. But this that we're watching in real time would not have happened if not for you. 81 million people who said, I just can't take the mean tweets and the, and the, uh, and the vulgar comments and he swears and he makes fun of people. And we don't need that. We need the adults back in the room. Well, the adults are back in the room, but they're, 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 they're sleeping right now. The adults are back in the room, but they're worried about diversity and inclusion and worried about white rage. I got a question for you, Mark Milley. Is that what you'd call white rage? What, what Putin just did in the Ukraine, what he's doing right now, would that qualify as white rage? We'll get to that question and a lot more. We got uh, 
we got an answer to a question that I've been asking and hearing and answering and discussing for, I don't know, 10 years now. What will Tom Brady do after his playing days are over? I didn't have this. This was not on my list as possibilities for what Brady would do, where Brady would focus his attention when he retired. And I have to say, I don't often criticize uh, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady, but this time, what the hell are you thinking, Tom Brady? Uh, Deadspin has uh, chimed in on the Juwan Howard uh, incident, and uh, it was... (laughs) Deadspin is going to deadspin, but even by deadspin's standard, it is pretty hilarious. We'll get to that. And Troy Aikman appears to be ready to jump to ESPN and make Tony Romo money, which is just mind-boggling. Nothing against Troy Aikman. Seems like a nice enough guy. Had a little Twitter spat with him one day, but he's boring. He's boring, but I guess he's famous and he's handsome and ESPN is ready to back up the Brinks truck. We'll give you the details on that and a lot more on today's Callahan show brought to you by DCU. Do you love your car, but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU and they can help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate or both. Applying is easy and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at DCU dot org slash refinance insured by ncua membership required all right this is what uh, craig has been doing this morning he's been uh, following ukraine the country on twitter and uh this is this not the most 2022 thing you've seen you've you've seen this year or they've seen lately there's war going on right now we're watching it bombs are dropping people are dying it is real Putin, he, he, he checked the temperature in the room. He said, the Americans are no deterrent. Their sanctions mean nothing to us. Can we be done, by the way, with sanctions? Sanctions didn't slow him down for a day. Sanctions didn't make him think twice. Sanctions, by the way, m- many of the sanctions they're placing, they're, they're threatening, they're already in place. These are not a lot of new sanctions, but... Whatever. Clearly, we're learning things. We're learning new things every day. And one of them is sanctions on Putin mean nothing. Well, the country of Ukraine under siege right now. Certainly, we feel bad for them. We're rooting for them. We're glad they're taking out some some uh, Russian aircraft, some Russian helicopters. But they just tweeted. This is from Ukraine, the official account. Tag Russia and tell them what you think about them. What the hell? I guess it doesn't do any harm. They have 547,000 followers. And it says, yes, this is the official Twitter account of Ukraine. Nice pics. Beautiful Ukraine. Beautiful music, too. And they say, tag Russia and tell them what you think about them. Now, this is the era we live in, I suppose. This is what we're, this is what we're dealing with. And I, I guess I have to come to the realization that people like the person running this account are in charge now, you know, people like, you know, Tony Blinken, these lightweights and Jake Sullivan, these absolute lightweights with no experience in the world. And, and just, and just, you know, they they belong again in the, in the faculty lounge at Oberlin or, at, or Tufts. They don't know. They don't, they don't know what it's like to deal with real, you know, strong men like Vladimir Putin. They don't know what's going on here. They're sitting there thinking, but, but you know, we're diverse. We're inclusive. And by the way, we're vaccinated. All those unvaccinated people, we kicked them out of the military. And I, I'm not saying that triggered Putin, but that's who they're, when Putin looked across the table, when Putin, you know, checked, when he measured, sized up the Americans, he's looking at Mark Milley, that absolute buffoon that that that's oversaw the disastrous withdrawal of Afghanistan. The guy who was was glad to say, "Yeah, we're we're learning, we're learning about white rage and critical race theory in the military. We're kicking out people with you know questionable tattoos or looking at questionable social media." We're kicking out Navy SEALs who won't get vaccinated or Marines 
who, you know, these young 21-year-old fit, healthy Marines, we're booting their asses out because they won't get vaccinated. I, I'm, I'm sorry, but we have to consider the price we paid for this new woke military, for this new leadership, for the you know, for the priorities of, of the Biden regime and the people and, and, and the, you know, joint chiefs and the secretary of state and defense and these, these fools, they're fools. Look at the picture this morning from the situation room, all grown men, all double vax, triple vax boosted, all sitting there with their masks on. I'm sorry. I don't want to go sidetracked on masks again, but that does not project strength. That does not instill confidence. These people are weak. These people, and this is the price you pay. And I still, I, I still would like to address my friends, my neighbors, my family members who voted because they hated Trump. That's why they didn't care about Biden. They don't care about Kamala Harris. They didn't vote for them. They voted against Trump. And this is what, and we, this was what we warned. You know, he's weak, he's feckless, he's tired, he's old, he's, he's struggling. You think that Biden, I mean, you think that Putin looked at him, looked at Biden, looked at Milley, looked at Austin and, and Blinken and Kamala Harris and said, ooh, ooh, I can't mess with them. It didn't slow him down at all. In fact, he could have done the minor incursion and you'd sit here today and say, well, it's just a separatist area. No, nope, not that. He decided to go all in and send the troops right to Kiev. God knows how far they'll go. What will they, where will they go next? If his job, if his goal is reconstituting the Russian empire, the Soviet union, he hasn't stopped there. And the next country is going to be a NATO uh, country. The next country is going to be a Baltic state or Poland. Then we have to, you know, then we're going to send in the troops. And this is the result of American weakness. If you don't believe me, you know, get online, get on TV, get on cable news and watch and tell me at what point America projects strength. At what point, I, I mean, Biden couldn't do it. If he, Biden came out now, it's too late. It's, too, it's hopeless. He's old. He's weak. He's tired. There's nothing he can do to project strength to the world. It's too, and Kamala Harris, as somebody, somebody said on Twitter this morning, they said the day, the minute Putin decided to go all in, go all the way for, to Kiev was when Kamala Harris came out there with the mask on the other day and said, with the little leadership, with together, we got to go together and do the do, do, do. And the whole world's going, what the hell did she just say? Who is that person? Uh, it's one thing to be weak, but she was just, she's just incompetent. She's just so far over her head. It's just, uncomfortable to watch. I don't, I don't hate her. I just look at her and say, what were you thinking? 81 million Democrats. What were you thinking? And I want to get to the energy independence too, because the reason, you know, the stock market's crashing. The reason we're going to get seven, $8 gas is because we depend on the, the world markets. Why do we do that? Why? I mean, this, I, I don't, if, if I had like a child sitting here right now and explain to me, why we're no longer energy independent. I don't know what I would say. I'd say because, well, I guess because we have fools. We have absolute fools running this country. We have John Kerry, this whatever he is, czar of uh, climate change, jetting around the world on, on government jets and limos, talking about climate change as our biggest threat. We have a president who said the Pentagon agreed with him Global warming is our biggest threat. Really? We're watching bombs dropping on innocent civilians. We're watching helicopters, planes, tanks. There's a video I tweeted this morning. I don't know if you saw it, Ironhead, of a, of a person on a bicycle. It's kind of a grainy video, but there's a person biking down the street. I don't know which city. And then, boom, they get, they get ev eviscerated by a missile. Nice, a missile yeah. hits right where they were. That bicyclist is gone and dead. So you watch that and you think our biggest threat is climate change. Our big, I mean, it's just so silly. And if you want to do that, say that on MSNBC, or you want to say that 
in a, in a lecture hall at Harvard, fine, go nuts. But when our decisions are being made by people like that, people like Kerry and Markey and AOC and Nancy Pelosi, who sit there and talk about we climate change, we have a guy, Bernie Sanders, he won a bunch of uh, primaries. Uh, you know, he was a real threat. He beat Liz Warren in Massachusetts, her home state. You know, he was he was winning until South Carolina. He was a real threat to get the nomination to get the White House. He said, we're all going to die in eight years. Uh, we're supposed to take that seriously. We're supposed to say we have a serious leader. We're all going to die in eight years because what? Because the world is too hot because it might go up a half a degree in the next 50 years. But these aren't serious people. These, I said that last night. The people who are cheerleading this, uh, the, 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 uh, the purging of the anti-vaxxers, that's what they'd call them. I just say unvaxxed because they don't need the vax. They're young and healthy. Many of them already had COVID, so they don't need the vax. And they say, I don't want the vax. Marines, Navy SEALs, Special Forces kicked out. If you if you want if you believe in that, you're not a serious person. And I and I I'm, I'm again. You want to teach call you know teach school. You want to write. You want to go on NBC. Fine, but those are the people who are making decisions like shutting down the Keystone Pipeline, an absolute insane decision. No, not drilling on federal lands. So when you do that. You make us dependent on Russia, dependent on Saudi Arabia, dependent on uh, events around the world, and we're no longer energy independent. How can that be a good thing? God, how, I'm going to watch this stuff today. I'm going to read, and I'm going to say, half the country is supportive of a party, of a, of a regime that wants to depend or wants to eliminate, you know, fossil fuels, but at this point, until we can quite completely eliminate them, we're going to make them really expensive and really difficult to get. So we're going to shut down the pipeline and stop all drilling. And you go, wait a second, what sense does that make? You don't really think that's going to allow us all to live past eight years. You know, I mean, Bernie said, we're all going to die unless we get rid of that pipeline and stop drilling. Then we might live. I think Twitter's Twitter's the reason all this is happening. There's no outrage. You know what? You're not, you are not wrong. Ironhead. You are absolutely not wrong. Twitter. Well, first of all, we'll get to Donald Trump. We'll get to Trump because again, uh, we'd be in a much better place if he were sitting there in a, a year into his second term. But the, the, the Twitter, you know, reaction to Trump. I mean, obviously he was kicked out because the election was rigged. He's right about that. Twitter and big tech, Facebook rigged it. They killed the the laptop from hell story. They kicked him off Twitter, essentially, you know, put a warning on all his tweets and they came down in favor of one candidate over the other and they rigged it. Big tech and big media rigged it. But anyway, if, if it weren't for Twitter, if it weren't for this instant reaction to everything, I think you're right. They, they uh, looked at whatever Trump did, whatever he said, you know, whatever mean tweet and people had this visceral reaction and they came to this conclusion. Enough of them did that. We got to get him out. They never stopped and said, what's the, what's the result going to be? What's the, a year from now, what's the world going to look like if we get rid of the, the big bad orange man and we shuffle in this dementia patient, they said, that the adults are back in the room. Really? Is that what's happening now? The adults, Mark Milley and Lloyd Austin and Tony Blinken and come on. Those are the adults. God, I'd hate to see what happens if we get. Joe Biden was uh, running on pandering talking points the entire time, but he's the first president to actually come through with them. So he's like, I'll get rid of the pipeline. And then he did it. And then it just. And and, and, I'm, I'm telling you, Ironhead, I've read my share about the pipeline. And that decision, I mean, literally there were 10,000 people with good yeah. paying jobs, right. depending on that. He shut it down on day one. It doesn't help the environment. No. It doesn't. It's worse. You take the, the fuels coming in trucks and trains, and it's worse. It's not as, it's, it's more dangerous now. But even if it did, you'd say, this is a president who thinks that's a good idea? To shut down that pipeline and depend on the Saudis and uh, depend on the Russians. I mean, it's just insane. And yet 
people voted for this. I'm not saying, you know, they, they stole the election. They, unless you count the fact that big tech and big media's rigged it, but they didn't steal it. 80 million people voted for him. They wanted this just bizarre and insane. And this is the result. And I can't help. I know I was fighting with people on Twitter last night and I'll continue to, and maybe it's not the time or the place to do that to, uh, you know, blame Biden voters, but I'm sorry. This is what they voted for. This is what lots of people saw this coming, said this America looks weak. And by the way, it's only just begun when China takes Taiwan. It's going to be even more uh, (laughs) wild and and tense to watch that from 10,000 miles away. But that's what we're going to do. We're going to sit back and watch. I do. uh, And I do think, uh, you know, we look weak and everything, but this is all Putin's fault. And I don't think anyone. Of else course. Is. I mean, no one, you wouldn't say it's not his fault, but would he, he didn't do anything. No, he did. You know, he took Crimea when Obama and Biden were in the white house. Yeah. He did nothing for four years of Donald Trump and Trump's out. And immediately he's on the march again. I mean, I will, I'll be curious to see what's next. If he's going to go in the Baltics or go to Poland and then we have troops on the ground and we're looking at a, a world war. Um, well, that's what exactly means- where where we look weak is. I'm currently watching Humvees and tanks in broad daylight just going into Ukraine. Yeah, they- and and obviously all that Biden did the last 13 months failed. There's no other conclusion. You can't say. I mean, you do listen to some of these lunatics like Stephen King saying this is Trump's fault, which is a real stretch. 13 months later, you're going to blame the last guy. That's silly. Yeah, but you can't make a case. And I, although someone will try, I'm sure I'll find one who who thinks that Biden's not at fault. He is. What he did for the last 13 months failed. There's no other way to look at it. We always knew this was a possibility. We always knew Putin wanted to reconstitute the Russian Empire. So you knew he had his eyes on our ally in Ukraine and really Biden's family's, you know, gravy train. I mean, this is devastating to Hunter. Let's be honest. Not long ago, Hunter was making 83000 a month in Ukraine, mm. kicking back 10% to the big guy. The Biden family is taking a huge hit. I'm not saying they're not. This is devastating for them. But what he's done for the last 13 minutes, 13 months, failed. This, that, that's a fact. And I, even worse, I wonder what he's going to do for the next 13 months. It's scary. It is scary to think those masked buffoons in that situation room are making decisions that can affect us all for the next three years. Do you have, I, I, can't, I can't wait to get, you know, the kids back in the White House because the yeah. adults are screwing up everything. Do you have uh, Fox News on right now? Uh, yes, I do. Are you watching this guy just drive through uh, Kiev or Kiev, however you pronounce it? It doesn't look like anything happened. People are like going to work and making deliveries and listening to stop signs. I, I, I do wonder, this, they show, there's a couple of scenes of the traffic, the cars that are leaving, heading west. You know, I guess that's what you do because the further west you get, the safer you feel. But what if you have a house? What if you have a, you know, a, a, a house full of stuff? You just leave it and go to try to get to Poland. Um, it's wild. People are just scrambling, trying to get out of the country and get to Poland. And that's where U.S. troops are headed to assist in the uh, the influx of refugees. That's always going to be the case. But I, I watch this and wonder, what's the logic? And again, uh, Putin wants to take over, you know, take over all the countries they lost after the fall of the Soviet Union. But how do you do that? How do you just take over a country? I know they want to kill the leader. They want to kill Zelensky, which again, will be devastating for the Biden family, but, and it'll, it'll look bad or if they take him prisoner. It'll look really bad, but here's what you gotta keep in mind as you watch this iron head, keep this in mind. Putin doesn't care. We always think of him as a human and an adult and, you know, a smart guy and all that. He's a killer and a tyrant, but we, 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 um, try to appeal to his human side. He doesn't have one. He poisoned his opposition. He's killed people. All right. He's a killer. Biden was right about that. Forget appealing to his human side. He doesn't care about sanctions. He wants to, to spread. <laughs> he wants to take over neighboring countries and he doesn't care who he kills. So just consider that. And by the way, consider that with China too. You're really going to appeal 
to their human side when they take over Taiwan. I my uh, one of my favorite uh, military analysts is Joey Jones, Johnny Joey Jones. I'm sure you've seen him on Fox. He's a military vet, double amputee, lost both his legs. He's really good. He's he's just a. He, I mean, he really uh, speaks for the for the grunts, for the guys on the ground. Those are the guys I like: Robert O'Neill, Johnny Joey Jones, people who've been there. Yep. And they're always, always against putting troops on the ground. They're always against, you know, fighting pointless foreign wars. Those are the guys who've been there and they know what they're talking about. And Johnny Joey, Joey Johnny Jones just tweeted, it's not that I don't empathize with Ukraine or even have an 18-year-old Marine inside me saying, let's go defend these people. I simply don't trust this administration to make good decisions with our blood and treasure. It's about our leaders' incompetence, not our people's will. Bingo. That is right on the money, uh, Joey Jones. Think of this. The reason I keep talking about the pipeline is it makes no sense. It does not help America. It does not serve our national interest. It is a silly, fringe, pie-in-the-sky uh, opinion or, or act. It is serving the Greta Thunberg, the AOC, the, 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 the Ed Markey wing of the radical left. I mean, the real fringe radical left. Let's stop the pipeline. That way we'll stop using oil. We will stop using fossil fuels and the world won't end in eight years. That's n- absolute childish, silly nonsense. That doesn't help your country. The guy who made that decision is the president. So we know he doesn't have our best interests in mind. We know his top priority is not our national, America's national interest. We know that. We've seen it. That's why you shut down pipelines and stop drilling, because you're serving this crazy radical left constituency. You're serving the faculty lounge at Wesleyan. That's what you're doing. Normal people trying to you know, make a live and provide for their family. They don't want to shut down pipelines and stop drilling in Anwar. They think that's crazy. It is crazy. So we have a president, we have an administration making crazy decisions that don't serve our national interest. And now we trust him to do the right thing with the military in a, in Eastern Europe. Uh, why? Who would ever trust these, these lunatics this this milly moron who screwed up the withdrawal from Afghanistan, the the White House, which got thirteen Marines and soldiers killed in Kabul for no reason, and then hit killed seven children with a missile and lied about it, and lied about it. they wanted to uh, to get the you know the death of thirteen warriors, American warriors, get that out of the news. Let's go try to kill a terrorist. They killed a bunch of kids and lied about it. Those people are now making all the important decisions. How could you trust them? Why would you trust them? It's just, I don't know how, where that trust would ever come from. He does not, Joe Biden, and who's ever pulling the strings, wherever it is, Obama, White, Susan Rice, Dr. Jill, they don't, when they sit down today, they don't have our best interests in mind. They have their best interests in mind. And many of them are crazy left-wing lunatics, including Mark Milley and Lloyd Austin. It is dangerous to think they're making the call for us. But um, let's get to a couple things. A couple things. Have you checked the uh, the uh, Ukraine Twitter feed Let me check lately? Right check it. Um, it is true. When you think about what, how I reacted, you reacted, average people reacted to the Afghanistan withdrawal. And then think Putin was watching that. Xi was watching that. And they're thinking the people that just did that for PR purposes, the president pulled out of Kabul, left 85 billion of advanced U.S. weaponry, got 13 Marines and soldiers killed because he wanted a photo op for September 11th. And then he nuked, we didn't nuke, he, uh, he, he droned seven children because he wanted to make up for the mistake of getting 13 soldiers and Marines killed. That's the guy. That's the team making the call going forward. That is frightening. Absolutely frightening. 
Um, I will say this. Last night, Donald Trump went on with Laura Ingram and he pissed me off. And I'll tell you why is I wish you were still president. I don't think this would have happened. I think the world would be in a better place. But the reason he's not president is because he occasionally said and did dumb things. Now, again, that's uh, mature adults have to get over that. Like I've said a million times, it's not what he says, it's what he does. Ignore what he says and tweets. Look what he does. And he was a damn good president. But a lot of people can't do that. They operate on this emotional level and they, they look at his tweets or dumb things he says and they get mad and they say, we want to get rid of him. Well, you know what he did last night? He went on with Laura and reminded people why, you know, 80 million people voted against him. You know, he started talking as bombs are dropping about a rigged election. And I'm going, Donald, wait a day. Talk about it. Another. He's talked about it a million times. He'll talk about it a million more. Didn't it feel inappropriate at that point to be talking about a rigged election? Yeah. <laughs> Let's look. Can we listen to some uh, of Donald J. Trump with Laura Ingram last night at uh, a little after 10 o'clock as war had commenced in Ukraine? They're going to just be content with staying in those separatist regions. Uh, but I think given what's unfolded, sadly, with a lot of weakness in the United States, they just decided to go for it. I mean, it looks like they're going for it. And where does think, that leave NATO, the NATO alliance? I think you're exactly right. I think that's what happened. He was going to be satisfied with the peace, and now he sees the weakness and the incompetence and the stupidity of this administration. And as an American, I'm angry about it, and I'm saddened by it. And it all happened because of a rigged election. This would have never happened. And that includes inflation, and that includes millions of people pouring in on a monthly basis, far more than 3 million people. And they're coming from 129 different countries. We have no idea what's happening. And they're destroying our country. President Trump, ago, or three weeks ago, all the... Just, uh, I mean, I'm sorry. See, there's plenty to comment on, plenty to say at that point. And you could explain what Biden did wrong. You can make it political. That's what we do. But stop talking about a rigged election. As you can literally see bombs dropping, it just seemed inappropriate and undisciplined, which is why people like me, I'm rooting for Ron DeSantis to, to run in 2024, which will be a problem because Trump, you know, he's going to run and he's not going to like that, but I would prefer a younger, more disciplined candidate. I appreciate all Trump has done, but I'm not looking forward to another 78 year old in the white house who just can't stay on message. But, uh, Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised because that's the way he thinks and that's the way he, you know. Did you, have, uh, you got on, have you got on True Social yet? I'm going to guess he's already uh, going to be uh, tweeting or whatever on posting on True Social. Still waitlisted. He'll, he'll be saying, oh, it's incompetent Biden. And yeah, it is, but I don't think the rigged election, I don't think discussing, debating the rigged election, I don't think last night was the night for it. But Did you see uh, anyway. what Eric Swalwell tweeted like as soon as it came out? Oh, he's such a before. He's such an embarrassment. I can't. Every time I think that I want to apologize to America for Ayanna Presley and Ed Markey and Liz Warren and just the embarrassments that we send to Washington, I see Eric Swalwell and Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi and say, "Boy, California's worse." But what did he? What did Swalwell tweet? Um, Something about his his girlfriend from China. His uh, little yeah. We're going. We're going to Taiwan for our honeymoon. Uh, Kiev and Kharkiv are being bombed. The largest invasion on our planet since World War II. Republicans are rooting for the Russians. God be with Ukraine and democracy. I mean, I love that guy. I get some of that too. And, you know, anytime you say you don't want, you know, to go in there and send troops and have Americans die for Kiev, they say, oh, you're rooting for the Russians. Oh, that's Russian talking points. I got some of that last night. That Oh, Repu I mean, no one's rooting for the Russians. No one's rooting for Putin. But again, what's the vital national interest to sending American troops to even to, to Poland? I realize they're in NATO, so we have to. But the idea that, uh, you know, Republicans are rooting for Russia, they're not rooting for anyone. I was, I'd be rooting for peace. That's what I'd be rooting for. And well, if we go to uh, war with I, Ru if we go to uh, war with Russia, it's over. 
it's, I can't even imagine. I can't even comprehend. I mean, you know, eventually someone's going to nuke. Exactly. And by the way, we're never, ever going to see anyone give up their nukes again. The reason we're in this situation is Ukraine gave up their nukes in 1994. They had the third most on the planet. They gave up their nukes in as, as long as Russia agreed not to invade. It lasted, I guess it lasted, whatever that is, uh, 20 something years. Um, but they, I bet they wish they didn't do that right now because they have no nukes. They have, you know, they have, they have real weapons and planes and, 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 you know, but, and bombs and we're seeing them, but they don't have uh, nukes and no one is ever giving up their nukes because, uh, you just can't trust anybody. You know, you can't trust uh, Putin. What are you playing there? What are you playing? I was just saying the Russia brought He ran a bunch of bad boys. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, and you know what? He's going to come out and talk today, and it's going to be the... And the reason you want a president to come out and talk is to reassure the nation. And he's going to do just the opposite. Because sure, that's what I he suffer does. Pressure. Yeah, yeah, he's going to come out, and he's going to read a teleprompter for 10 minutes and you're going to feel worse about the situation, but that's what he does. Uh, we got a few more things to get to Ironhead, but let me do uh paint your life and Elsium, L- And uh, then we will get to uh, Tom Brady and uh, Deadspin and Troy Aikman and a few other things. But uh, first let me tell you about paint your life. Well, people were, Back out in the world, we're we're doing things again. We're traveling. I just took a nice trip and took lots of nice pictures. And you know what? I was showing someone <clears throat> last night some pictures from my trip to Florida, to the free state of Florida. And it's and it's weird. You sit there and you hold your phone, saying, "Look at this! Look at this!" Well, I got a better way to make memories. To take that photo and make a memory. You go to paintyourlife.com. That's what you do. You get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price. <clears throat> Or you can combine photos or places you love into one painting. You can choose from a team of world-class artists and work with them until every detail is perfect. The user-friendly platform makes it easy to order a custom-made hand-painted portrait in less than five minutes. And you can receive your portrait in as little as two weeks. You send any picture, yourself, your children, your family, a special place, someone you loved who isn't around anymore, cherished pet, you name it. They can make it, you know, you make it personal, make it meaningful, and it, you can cherish it forever. At paintyourlife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded guaranteed. Right now, as a limited time offer, you can get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off and free shipping. To get the special offer, text the word Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, to 64,000. That's Jerry to 64,000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. All right, let's talk about Basis by LCM Health. It's the most trusted source for NAD plus supplementation. Their product, Basis, is clinically proven to increase levels of NAD plus by 40% safely and sustainably. LCM is unlike any other healthcare company that I've seen, and they're at the forefront of NAD plus supplementation. They have dozens of the world's best scientists working with them, and eight of them are Nobel Prize winners. It was uh, founded by renowned researcher Dr. Leonard Garantay. Leonard Garantay who has studied the science of aging for more than 30 years, so you know you can trust them. NAD+, if you're wondering, is found in every single cell of your body, and it's responsible for creating energy and regulating hundreds of cell functions. But the body doesn't have an endless supply of NAD+. In fact, levels decline as you age. Lifestyle stressors such as lack of sleep, intense exercise, unbalanced diet, and overexposure to the sun also deplete NAD plus levels. Decreased NAD plus levels are linked to faster biological aging and can slow down vital body functions. Uh, Many basis customers report experiencing higher energy, less fatigue, and more satisfying workouts. That's what basis can do for you. It replenishes youthful levels of NAD plus uh, up to 40% safely and sustainably. It activates sirtuins, also known as longevity genes, 
to promote healthy aging. It supports energy and metabolism on the cellular level and helps maintain healthy DNA. It supports in recovery from workouts. It reduces general tiredness and fatigue, healthy skin, and just general health and wellness. Recent studies confirmed the superior safety of NRE in basis when compared to other NAD plus supplements, underscoring the company's rigorous commitment to research and quality. Right now, they got a special offer for our listeners. Go to trybasis.com. That is T-R-Y-B-A-S-I-S dot com slash Jerry. Enter code word Jerry at checkout to save 10% off basis prepaid plans as well as other Elsium Health supplements. All right, uh, let's get to Brady. You know, let's lighten it up here, Ironhead, as we uh, watch World War Three unfold. We'll talk about more important matters. What is Tom Brady going to do? He just retired. He's 44 and a half. I have been talking about what would Brady do in his next life for feels like 10 years. Cause you know, just anything Brady related was always big news, certainly in Boston. And I always said he wouldn't coach. He wouldn't do TV cause he had bigger plans. He was going to be a guru. He was going to be Tony Robbins, light or you know he's friends with tony robbins he was going to go places and lecture about health and fitness and sell the tb12 brand we know how they're branched out and they got clothing line now but we've talked in the past about their electrolytes and their protein powder and just the lifestyle he was going to sell that he was going to sell him his lifestyle and that was going to be you know, he was going to make billions. He was going to become a billionaire. He's probably close already with his wife. And, you know, that would be, he would have just so many businesses, so many irons in the fire. He'd be hanging with his friends, Oprah and, you know, Jim Gray and the rest of the beautiful people. That would be Brady. He's just too big to be a TV guy, to be Troy Aikman, too big to be a you know, front office guy, to be John Elway. I think he thought he was bigger than that. But, I never, I guess I don't know the man. I'm sorry, I don't know him. This is so silly and so ridiculous. If you did not hear the news yesterday, and it's not obviously a full-time job, but it reads like something from uh, the Babylon Bee or the Onion. It reads like satire. Here's from uh, Yahoo. Fans didn't have to wait long <clears throat> to find out what Tom Brady's next move would be after announcing his retirement last month. The champion quarterback is following in the footsteps of many high-profile athletes, like LeBron James and Dwayne Johnson. In addition to um, Brady himself, the 80 for Brady uh, cast includes Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, and Sally Field playing the group of besties. Okay. I, I know Tom Brady is, you know, family oriented guy and he wouldn't want to do anything R rated or <clears throat> This looks like the worst movie ever made. And I'm I'm a Brady guy. I mean, honest to God, four women in their 80s who are obsessed with Brady and want to go see him and he's in the movie playing himself? Uh, is, this a, is this for real? Are we, I mean, is this actually going to happen? A movie with Jane Fonda, <laughs> Lily Tomlin, Sally Field, and Tom Brady? I mean... I guess it might be a one-off and maybe, I don't know, maybe his mother wants him to do it, his wife. This is good. He's going to become the object of ridicule from coast to coast for, I don't know how long, at least a couple of weeks when this awful, dreadful movie comes out. Maybe it'll win an Oscar because, you know, as I pointed out, The Power of the Dog is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And it's been nominated for like 12 Oscars. Uh, you know, Moonlight, Spotlight, Shape of Water. There's some bad movies that, that get great critical acclaim, but this looks like it's so bad. And the people who hate Brady, and there's lots of them out there, they're going to revel in this. They're just going to say, boy, how the mighty have fallen. Is, isn't is this a true story, allegedly? It says that. So there are four 80-year-old ladies who are uh, obsessed with Brady in 2017. I never heard it. But it says it's true or based based on a true story. And by the way, when you put Jane Fonda in your movie, you're eliminating like half the country who hates her <laughs> and don't doesn't want to, you know, patronize anything she's in. So just a terrible, 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 terrible decision. But I right. speaking of terrible decisions, 
you're going to have to explain this to me. Uh, uh, um, Ironhead. This is from uh, the New York post <clears throat> hall of famer. Troy Aikman is expected to leave Fox sports and become the main analyst for ESPN's Monday night football. Aikman's ESPN deal will be for five years and his yearly salary is expected to approach or exceed Tony Romo's $17.5 million per year. The deal's not yet signed, but it is near completion. All right. I don't dislike Aikman. He's fine. He's, he's, to me, he's kind of boring. He's not particular. He's not funny. He's you know, smart. He's reasonably insightful. I guess he's good looking on TV. That matters. But he's going to make more than a million bucks a game. He's going to make more than, I don't know, 90% of the players. In I, you got to explain to me why. Who would ever say I'm going to watch this game because Troy Aikman is doing it, not yeah. uh, Greg Olson or whoever, not uh, Trent Green. I, mean, I don't like I don't like Romo anymore. He's He just talks way too much. But if he was, I, I still like him. But I know what you mean. If he wasn't doing it anymore, I would notice he was gone. If Aikman didn't broadcast a game, I would have no idea. You know what I mean? He's going to make. I never realized eighteen he's there. million a year. Eighteen Insane. million. Troy Aikman. I mean, again, I I called him. I don't know. One time on Twitter, I called him like a cliche machine because he is. He's speaks in cliches. He's reasonably insightful, I guess, but he doesn't. He's not entertaining. He's not like Romo. He doesn't get drunk before the game and come out and just go crazy. I mean, Romo is kind of a loose cannon, which I like. And sometimes he sounds bizarre and other times he's funny. And I think Romo brings, you know, brings people in. I don't think Aikman does. I guess who cares? It's ESPN. Apparently they have money to burn. But uh, um, Al Michaels is not going to go with him, I don't believe. He is negotiating with Amazon Prime to do Thursday night football. Hmm. Wow. Amazon Prime, I guess, whatever. And now, oh, um, I don't know, Amazon is making a serious run at Sean McVay, the Super Bowl winning coach. Now, serious run, I assume, means you're paying a guy a lot. Like, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes. To do what? To somehow... You think because he's a good young coach that it's going to translate to TV and he's going to be worth 10, 12 million a year? I don't know. TV, these TV people are just idiots. Is there, is there just, rumors that McVeigh is retiring? Yeah, of course. You don't even, you don't pay attention to these things, huh? Well, you but, haven't heard that Sean McVeigh was considered, I mean, it was all during Super Bowl week. So the following, I was away and I knew about this, it. God, you got you to gotta read up. This, is, this read Super Bowl up. did not feel like a Super Bowl. It was really weird. Yeah, it felt like a screwed job. I was, oh my God. We got uh, we got more video from Ukraine, but wild, wild bombs dropping, people screaming. Not good, not good. But I want to get to this, uh, let me do Shay and then get to this Deadspin thing because this made me laugh out loud. All right, let's talk about Shay. I would have been telling you about Shay Concrete for a long, long time. Today we're sitting with the man who makes it all work, the man in charge of the whole place, my brother-in-law, Greg. Hey, Greg, seems like business is booming at Shea Concrete. We're cranking that out, Jerry. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, what's holding you back these days? We could use some good help. You need people? We need people. How many people do you need? At least 20 people. 20? Well, what kind of people? We have positions driving trucks, working in the production plants, estimating engineers, all kinds. Do you need any podcasters? <laughs> and all we do have the precast podcast. Well, I, I think it seems like a great place to work, as I tell people. It's a family atmosphere. You guys are good to your people. There's a great gym here at the headquarters. Uh, what's holding you back? Why can't you find people? Besides being to work on time, you have to pass the drug test. Ooh, <laughs> you have to pass a drug test. That's all it takes. All right, if people want to uh, come see you, they want to talk, what do they have to do? Bunch of ways. They can, if they want to be a team member, they can go to shakeconcrete.com, fill out an application. They can come to our, any of our offices. We got four locations. They can call me up directly. They can email jobs at shakeconcrete.com. And you'll give them a hat? And we'll give them a hat. Hats. Yep. All right, sounds good. Shakeconcrete.com. I saw a really cool, uh, nice cafeteria here. Can we go have lunch? Oh, absolutely. We got empanadas and chicken. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know what they are, but I'm going to go have an empanada. 
All right, I want to. Uh, we didn't mention the um, the uh, Juwan Howard story. Maybe we should have. It was um, it was a pretty big deal in the sports world. Juwan Howard, former Fab Five guy, who uh, is the head coach at Michigan. He was mad at the end of the Wisconsin Michigan game. Wisconsin was killing him. And in the final what two minutes, uh, the Wisconsin coach called a timeout because Juwan Howard's Michigan team was pressing full court five on five, and Wisconsin had the scrubs. They had the walk-ons in there, and they didn't. And they got rattled. They called a timeout. Didn't sound all that egregious to me, but it pissed off Juwan Howard. He had words with uh, Greg Gard, the Badgers coach, after the game. In the in the, everyone's probably seen the video in the in the handshake line. Uh, that resulted in Juwan Howard losing his mind and slapping assistant coach Joe Krabenhoft. I mean, Joe Krabenhoft and Greg Gard are white and they're small, and Juwan Howard's big and black, and he just went off. He just went nuts and. Kind of took a swing, but it was an open hand. It was pretty bad. And there was a lot of discussion, a lot of talk about would he lose his job? Would he get you know suspended for a year? How bad would it get? He got a slap on the wrist. He got five games, which is the remainder of the uh, regular season. He'll be back for the Big Ten tournament. So it wasn't really severe. Um, and you're thinking, and Jason Whitlock had a column saying, you know, that it's again, like uh, it's because he's woke and he's black and he's and got the low, exp- the bigotry, of low expectations. They went easy on him. Well, Deadspin, which I wasn't surprised Whitlock did that, but Deadspin, I, I went there intentionally knowing they would have a ridiculous take all. If you don't follow Deadspin anymore, most people don't. Everything they do is about race, and the white guy is always the bad guy, and the black guy is always the good guy. That's all they do at Deadspin. That's all they do. Anyway, they do not disappoint. I go to Deadspin. Uh, this is Karen Phillips, one of their main guys. Here's the lead. Did you see the video? Yeah. Uh, Craig, you saw the video, right? Yeah. I mean, clearly, there's no... I hate to say it, it was black and white. Juwan Howard was in the wrong the coach, even if guard was, you know, he grabbed his know. elbow and was talking to him. Even if he said something, you don't take a swing at. He went assistant. up to him. Just, he went up to him, and uh, John Howard said, "Leave me alone and don't touch me." And then they kept touching him and wouldn't leave him alone. So I probably would have done the well, same but, thing. Well, fine, then you would have got suspended, and you'd have been the bad guy. And and right. everyone knows, everyone, every reasonable person agrees Howard was in the wrong, not to Deadspin. He's the lead. The lead. Whiteness wins again in the aftermath of the scrum that took place Sunday between Michigan and Wisconsin, which ignited, which was ignited by Badgers coach Greg Gard and accelerated by Wolverines coach Shawan Howard. We've reached yet another moment in which race is the reason why justice wasn't served. Howard's suspension for five games. Uh, he's also been fined $40,000 for hitting Wisconsin assistant coach. Uh, the Badgers assistant put his hands on one of Howard's players. Michigan uh, will also be temporarily without forwards uh, who also received one game suspension. The suspension was inevitable given the optics. Black men in leadership positions don't get as much leeway as their white counterparts. This was the second time Howard got into a fiery situation with an opposing coach. So he's done this before. Uh, you know, he apologized and everything else. The Wisconsin coach was fined ten grand for his part in this. That's that's I didn't think his part was he did anything wrong at all. But then again, you know, he's the white guy. And they go through the whole thing. The headline white coaches like guard always get the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> what the the headline. Check out this headline. When it comes to Juwan Howard and Greg Guard, why is the black coach the only one suspended when the white coach started it? started it you, you don't you it doesn't matter what guard said it doesn't excuse taking a swing at an assistant coach fair that's a, you know what he said or even i mean holding the elbow is what you do when you shake hands sometimes it was not egregious it was not it, it, it did not uh necessarily have to lead to the to the violence it's insane but 
never, never underestimate Deadspin. They find that Guard is involved here, and the reason, the reason Juwan Howard is suspended is because of race. But that's what they do. That's why the, uh, you know, Deadspin used to be, you know, a go-to site that everybody yeah, read. I, and now it's a joke. I'm like, I said I would do the same thing, but I also would expect to be suspended. That's true. And I mean, he got <laughs> off easy and he knows it. He's going to be back for the big five games term. is nothing. It's the end of the season. Yeah. And it's, it's It really is nothing. It was humiliating. And you know what? He made it worse when he didn't just come out and say, I screwed up. I got emotional. I snapped. You know, he, he, he should have immediately apologized, said it was my fault. And he tried to rationalize it and say, you know, he grabbed me, he touched me. It was his, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a handshake line. He said touching I was, is, he, he showed part of it. He <laughs> shouted, he shouted the N word at me. And, uh, and by the way, a number of coaches are saying, and commentators are saying, it's time to get rid of the handshake line. Isn't that the silliest thing you ever wow. heard? Okay. Cause one coach can't control himself. There's a million leg uh, handshake lines in, in every, almost every sport. I mean, when I coached little kids in basketball, of course you line up and you shake hands. If a coach can't control himself, the answer is not to let's not have anyone shake hands. It's to tell the coach you you're you're suspended, you're fined, and if you do it again, you're fired. You know that's that's the only answer. It's not to say, oh, we can't trust coaches; they're too emotional. Mm. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But all right, we got to wrap this up and get back to watching war. Yeah. Uh, it's the best program uh, gonna, on TV. I was going to get to, I know, I hate to say it, but it is riveting. It's real. And you're seeing literally planes and bombs. It's like watching Red Dawn. Mm. And uh, it's it's going to get worse before it gets better because there are cameras everywhere. And, uh, you know, reporters, Every I give the reporters credit. They, they're out there. We're watching that Fox News guy with his helmet on and his bulletproof vest and CNN's guys got that got got guys there, and uh, we're the, you know it's going to be to be covered. Um, I said that yesterday. When did we get the video? We got it. We got it everywhere. We got ooh, we got a, like a radar installation on fire. It is pretty wild, and soon we'll have death tolls and people, you know, getting you know, losing legs. It's going to get bad. It's going to get ugly, and uh, before it's going to get worse before it gets better, but. We will leave it there. All right, uh, Ironhead, tomorrow we will return for our our family, our, our friends, our subscribers, you know, our community on Locals Only. You can join us tomorrow. We're not uh, free, but we are cheap. Sign up at Locals.com. Uh, tomorrow we got uh, a couple things I was going to get to, but uh, maybe, we'll do it, maybe we'll do it tomorrow. We got our, my old uh, producer, Dave Cullinane, and my old consultant, Fighting on uh, on Minahan's show. I want to hear that. I want to play some of that. And uh, Rear Admiral from uh, from Spittin' Chicklets had a list of the 10 best Boston movies, and it's very well done. I used to think Rear Admiral was an idiot, but that's because he wasn't a big fan of mine, and I think he blocked me. Like, the first day I was on Twitter, I got blocked by Rear Admiral, but <laughs> he did a really good job. We'll do that. The top 10 Boston movies. I have some bones to pick with it and others, uh, I want to I want to give him credit because he did a good job on it. And he, I guess, the list will change next year when eighty for Brady comes out. That would be a Boston movie, right? I, I would assume. I yeah. can't even I can't even <laughs> grasp how bad. I mean, I know Brady could surprise us and it could, but but I can't imagine this being good. It, it won't be funny. It'll be stupid. It'll be predictable. It'll be awful. Don't do it, Tom. Think. Sal Sally Field would be the only good thing about it, probably. <laughs> are they all? I mean, they're old. These uh, Jane Fonda is like eighty-two. These are old ladies. Yeah. And we're supposed to. It's going to be a buddy movie about old ladies. Oh God! And Brady's going to be actually in it, playing himself. I just watched the Kurt Warner story. Have you seen American Underdog? See, I'm a sucker for kind of corny, corny sports movies. I like them. And I thought it would be terrible, and it wasn't. It was good. It was real. He, it's true what 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 Kurt Warner did. He he went from you know being a grocery clerk to being the NFL MVP and a Hall of Famer. It's good. It's good wholesome football movie. I've always hated right? Kurt Warner. What's the hate about him? I mean, watch the movie. He's he marries you know his wife. And we all heard the story of uh, 
uh, him and her and, and there, she has a blind child, special with, with, you know, a handicapped child and he adopts him and takes care of him. And he's, he's a great, he appears to be a, a wonderful man. And he certainly, you know, beats all the odds and becomes an NFL MVP. It's a good, good movie. Good, wholesome football movie. I like those, but this sounds like not a football movie. It sounds like an old lady buddy movie. It sounds awful. It sounds like uh, the hey. female version of the uh, that movie, The Bucket List. With uh, Yeah, but that I kind of like The Bucket. I like The Bucket. I mean, I like Jack Nicholson, obviously, and... Morgan yeah, but did, you like you like Ghostbusters, but did you like the female version? No, probably, God, no. It's probably the God, same thing. No. Right. This you're making my point. It's going to be the <laughs> female version of uh, Ghostbusters. Bucket list with Tom Brady playing himself. It's going to get terrible reviews because people can't wait for Brady to fall on his face, and this might be the time. He didn't do it on the field. He might do it off the field. I cannot believe he's doing it, but we'll wait. We'll see how it is, we're, and we will leave it there for today. We'll be back tomorrow with our uh, subscriber-only show. Join us. Go to Callahan. I forget what it is. Callahan.locals.com. <laughs> Look down. <laughs> there it is. Callahan. And, and hey, uh, Ironhead is promising me we will be taking your texts, texts, your messages live on the show tomorrow. You're going to get that straight, right? Oh, yeah. We'll be taking that. Maybe you can chime in and give us your take on the best Boston movies or on the uh, Cullinade Snyder feud, which I haven't heard yet. You're going to play it for me and I will react. I'll tell you who's lying. It's probably Cullinane, but I'll tell you who's lying and who's not. <laughs> All right. But we will leave it there for today. Thank you to, uh, to you, Ironhead. Thanks to everybody for watching and listening. And uh, um, tomorrow, join us. Come on. Join us tomorrow uh, at Locals.com. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show. And we will do it again tomorrow only on Locals. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information.